Hello, I'm Dr. Jesse L. Grice, founder and uh, senior pastor of Truvine Baptist Church. It's my heart as we welcome you. I welcome you, and I praise God uh, that you will get something from it and bless your life. And in Jesus' name, we love you. Praise my Savior all the day long. Praise God's holy name. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer before we begin. Oh, blessed Father, thank you for these that are with us online as well as in service. We bless you. We thank you for your presence, O oh God. We thank you, dear God, that you're with us even now. We pray, Lord, that you would touch this, your servant. Speak thou, O oh God, through this, your servant. Think with my mind. Say to these thy people what it is you want them to say, to know, to understand, to do. We ask it in Jesus' name. And all said amen. 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 This morning, we're going to be coming from Psalm 51 verses 1 through 4, and verses 10 through 17. Psalm 51, verses 1 through 4, and verses 10 through 17. As you are turning in your Bible or on your electronic device, turn to Psalm 51, verses 1 through 4, 10 through 17. And let me know that you are there. Amen. I pray that you are there or getting there. The word of God reads in Psalm 1 through 4 and verses 10 through 17. This is a psalm of David. And the scripture says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness. According to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Verse 10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be converted to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, the God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you do not desire sacrifice, or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. You may take your seat. For a topic this morning, we want to use, I pray that our brothers put that on the screen for you. Refocus and renew in 2022. Refocus and renew in 2022. As we have come to worship the Lord our God of heaven on this first Sunday 
and January, we say goodbye to the year 2021. I wish we could say goodbye to COVID-19, but it's still hanging on. But that's all right. We we know that we got a God that'll work it out. It has been a year filled with doubt, death, and the uncertainty of returning to a sense of normality as we deal with COVID-19 and its infectious components. Nevertheless, we are thankful to the Lord God for bringing us this far by faith. And we shout, hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to our God. And those of us who follow the New Year's tradition of making resolutions, I urge you, my dear friends, to resolve to refocus and begin anew your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, oh God, that for all of us that we are reminded by the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, he says, not be conformed to this world. Don't fall into the pattern of where the world is thinking and what they are doing. That's what he means. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do you renew your mind? We've got to get more of the word of God in us so that what comes out of us is all about God and not us. Can I get Amen. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Dear friends, from our text, we're getting right to it in Psalm 51. Many of us uh, who've been in church a little while, many of us who've had the, heard the stories of David and Bathsheba, many of us have heard all of this, and we know that David, king of Israel, as a man that was after God's own heart, that tells me that David had a right relationship with God, but somewhere along the line, David began to get into himself, and his old nature began to take over as he was up on the, the balcony looking out when he should have been at war, he's looking at some woman taking a bath on the top. Can you imagine? Amen. Whoa. Hallelujah. Thank you, bro. You can testify to the truth. Amen. You see, David got out of himself. And we're like that too. But David began to refocus, and then he began to be renewed. But he couldn't get renewed by himself. It had to go to God because he had sinned before God. Don't you remember the scripture said it? He said, oh, just with you, God, I did this in front of you, not anybody else. Though he's the king, but God is the God of all, and he's the king of all and the Lord of all. So David had to go to God and get it right. My friends, if you have sinned, you need to go to God. Don't think you're going to watch it over. Don't think you can bury it under the carpet or take it out with the trash. No, no, we got to go to God. We got to refocus and we must be renewed. David penned Psalm 51 as a prayer of repentance, forgiveness, and renewal. He turned to the Lord and confessed his sins so that he could refocus and renew his commitments to the Lord. Many of us, oh God, many of us, my people, we are uh, we in that same kind of boat. And sometime in our own mind, we think that, well, uh, we got a new year and I'll, I'll be a new person. But listen, you're going to be the same old person that you always was until we get before God and say, Lord, forgive me of my sin and renew me, refresh me so I can get right with you and trust you and let others know about the goodness of the Lord. 
If you are in a similar situation as David, my friends, you can do the same thing today as David did. As you repent, as you renew, and as you restore. First of all, David repented of his sin. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness. According to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions, meaning blot out my sins. Only God can do that. And God's unfailing love for his servant and his compassion for the helpless were the basis of David's appeal for mercy. My friends, I tell you what, you cannot get past God's mercy. It's what we should have got that he holds back. David could have been judged, but God says, hold on, I'll have mercy. Only God can do that. Don't take it lightly. Whenever we sin, we need to go to God. Don't hold on to it. Don't save it up like you're trying to get, get green stamps. Not worth it. Not going to happen. Even the verb to have mercy was a prayer for God to act in accord with his nature. It is also a recognition that David did not deserve forgiveness, and neither do we. However, comma, we fall ourselves and throw ourselves upon the mercy of Almighty God. When I come before God, I believe what he said in his word. If I confess my sin, he's faithful and just to forgive me of my sin and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Can I get amen? David did not deserve forgiveness and neither do we deserve forgiveness. God's forgiveness by his grace and by his mercy. He says in verse 2, watch me. I mean, I love the, the, the way that God put these words together. Watch me as if we've been washed with water. And watch me through the, uh, through, thoroughly from my iniquity, from my wickedness, from my sinfulness. And cleanse me from my sin. Oh, what kind of prayer is that when we get before God and your own sin? Get before him and talk like David talked to God. Wash me. Cleanse me from all of my sin. That, that's coming from the heart deep down. It's not coming off the surface. It's recognizing that God is the only one that can do that. He says, for I acknowledge my transgression. I did it, Lord. Didn't nobody make me do it. We won't be like Flip Wilson back in the day. The devil made me do it. No. I did it. Lord, 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 forgive me of my sin. Because my sin that he's talking about is always before me. And then he says again, against you, you only I've sinned. It wasn't about the government. It wasn't about this or that. It was against God. My friends, our sin is, is a testament that we are doing it against God. Sometimes you may tell a lie. It's against God. And there's no, there is no such thing as a little white lie. All lies are bad. Sometimes y'all be trying to skirt the, the truth, and so you don't hurt nobody's feelings. Tell the truth. Let the chips fall where they may. That you may be found, as he talks to God, just, justified when you speak and blameless when you judge. Dear friends, from verses 3 and 4, perhaps David has so rationalized his actions, as we have done and still do, that he did not sense his guilt until Nathan the prophet showed up. Nathan talked to him and told him about what God said. And at any rate, he confessed that he had sinned against the Lord. And he submitted to the Lord's will, acknowledging that everything, that anything God decided about him, any judgment that God would say, would be justified. But oh, thank God for mercy. Thank God for grace. 
He could have just wiped us out, but he didn't. He gave us time. Some of you are still in your sin. You, you have not come to Jesus and asked to come to be forgiven and come to him and save you so that he may save you. Dear friends, stop it today. It's New Year's time to refocus and renew. It's time to get right with God. It's time to stop playing church. It's time to stop being church. It's time to do it. Can I get amen? And you submitted to the Lord's will as we ought to. Acknowledge that anything God decided about him would be just. So David sought renewal. How many of you are seeking renewal? You may have come to the worship place today. Thank God you did. You may be online today. Thank God you're with us. But listen, this is personal. When are you going to get renewed? When are you going to say, Lord, I messed up in 2021. Matter of fact, I'm still messing up. I need you, Lord, to straighten it out. No, we're not going to be perfect. But the scripture said we ought to strive for maturity. We ought to strive to be perfect in the Lord. But keep it clean with God and God will work it out. But I love when we get down to verse 10 as we talk about he sought renewal. Create in me a clean heart. I love it when the praise band began to sing those same words and create in me a clean heart that I might serve you, that I might worship you. That's what they're talking about. The scripture says, create in me, and, oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit, a right spirit in me. Some folks ain't got the right spirit. They, they, got a, they got a crooked spirit. Amen. Some of us in here right now. Mm-hmm. God, hear you thinking about me. Y'all ain't telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. I'm glad I'm not a bad reader. Ooh, this, this, this worship serves to be about four days low. Amen. <laughs> Do not cast me away. Don't, don't, don't throw me out, Lord. Don't cast me away from your presence. I want you to think about that for a moment. The Spirit of God in the Word of God says that the Spirit indwells the believer. At the moment of salvation, the Spirit comes in and indwells in us. Now think about that. If we are, don't have the Spirit, we are in serious trouble. The enemy will have a free reign, a free shot at us. He always already causing all kinds of trouble, but he can't cause that kind of trouble that he desires. Why? Because the spirit of a living God lived in the people of God. And when we began our connection, refocusing, renewing in Christ, and always confessing our sins, always looking to do the right thing and trust God and worship and praise him, the enemy don't have a chance. And when he does come, we can get together, brothers and sisters in Christ. The Bible says, well, one or two or three of y'all together, together in my name. The Lord says, I am with you. Think about that individually you, but then the Spirit of God and Jesus and the God the Father is already here. So we meet the requirements where two or three are gathered. He's already with me so I can pray. I can call on him anytime. I can call him late at night. I can call him early in the morning. I can call him when people cast me down, when people take me off Facebook, when people stop talking to me, don't even text me. It's all right because I got a direct line with God and it's never busy. The Bible says he hears me when I call. Anybody call him? You can call him anytime. You won't get a busy signal. Amen. You know, back in the day before we got real good with this technology, you, you call somebody. Doo, 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 doo. Now you get the, the number you have called that's been disconnected. Please contact your operator for assistance. I don't have to worry about that when I call Jesus. 
Hey, Lord, this is me. Lord, I, I need you right now. Let's get it abundantly clear right now. R-A-T now, right now. You see, first of all, in verse 10, is important in two areas, repentance and creation. The word create, as in Genesis 1 and 1, refers to what only God can do. Only God can create. We can't do that. Only God can create in me and you a new heart. Only God can work that out. You know, God don't use no, no leftover stuff. It's all new. Ain't that awesome? When God makes us new according to the word of God, that he don't use some stuff that he had last year. He got some good stuff, some new stuff for us. He created me a new heart so I might praise him. I got the right mind to talk to him. I can sing glory and praise to his name. I can walk in confidence that God, you awesome. Thank you for what you've already done. Thank you for what you're going to do. Creating me. David was asking that his heart be renewed, be restored. You know, when you are in sin, you know when you're in sin. You don't need nobody to tell you. You don't need no mama. You don't need husband or wife or children. Anybody to tell you, you know you're sinning, don't you? You know, you don't, you know don't, you'll be mad, but don't tell them. To, don't worry about it. You, you know where you are. The problem is because you know it, now you want to deny it. Stop that. While you're walking around at the house or at the job or getting in your car to drive, keep your eyes open. Amen. These drivers are crazy. Amen. And ask God to work it out. Whenever the Spirit of God put it on your mind, start talking to the Lord. I, I need you to just touch me today. I, I, I wouldn't write today when I did X, Y, and Z, whatever it was. God will work it out. You see, my friends, David was asking that his heart be renewed, restored, and transformed. And secondly, God is the only source of such a renewal process. He's the only one that can do it. David was aware that he had become indifferent, uncaring, uninterested, unresponsive, unmoved in his attitude, so he needed renovation. He needed renewal. Many of us are right there right now. Don't fool yourself. Don't matter if you come to the house of worship. Sometimes we got stuff on our mind and we got people on our mind that we much rather forget, but you keep thinking about it and you want to say things you ought not to say. You don't even hear what God is saying through the word of God. We come to worship him. We come to give him all of this stuff. Come to give him our uncaringness and our uninterestedness and our unresponsiveness and our unremovable stuff. Come, come with an attitude and say, Lord, I need renovation. Would you renew me? I need renewal. I feel empty when I'm not renewed. I need to be renewed because I want when people see me, don't see Jesse, see Jesus in me. Things can get bad in a hurry. Yes, they can. But I still got a God who loves me. I still got a God who's with me. I still got a God who lives within me. I got a God who, try, who deals with me and loves me, strengthens me, helps me. Don't forget that. As David petitioned God for forgiveness, as if forgiveness was granted, he vowed. I want you to get this. I want to, I want to get some participated preaching. How many of you have been forgiven of your sin? Raise your hand. Amen. Now, you know I was setting you up, right? Okay. Listen. You see, when God forgives us, 
There's a lightness in your spirit. There's a lightness in the way you walk. There's a smile on your face. You feel kind of good on the inside. And because you know that God has forgiven you, David vowed. Listen, don't be quick about making vows to God. But when you do, make sure you keep them. David vowed that he would, he would use that experience with God about his grace and mercy to tell somebody else uh, how good God is, uh, to let somebody know that God still forgives. There's uh, a sign on the church down the hill that says that uh, God allows U-turns. Uh, and when you have gone the wrong way and God said, I'll work it out and turn you around and you're ready to go back the right way, somebody ought to say amen. And I want to tell somebody when you've been forgiven, you ought to tell somebody. When I got saved, I want to tell somebody how good the Lord is. And people will look at you and say, well, was this the same one that caused all this trouble? Yeah. David, we can talk about Paul. And Paul got saved. And they said, you show that this is and Paul Saul, the persecutor. And they said, yeah, but he's, he's Paul, the, 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 the servant of the living God. They couldn't understand how he had made that change. It's all because God had forgiven him of all of his sins. When I came to Jesus, he forgave me of all my sins. If you came to Jesus, he forgave you of all your sin. You ought to feel light on your feet and you'll be ready to go and let somebody know that God is a mighty God. Let somebody know how good he is. Though you may have had a tough time, God will work it out. We ought to give him some praise. Hallelujah. He vowed that he would use that experience to tell somebody else that God is able to tell somebody else. Though you may be down and out, or up and out, you're still out. But if you want to get in, let me tell you about Jesus. Tell someone of his forgiveness of sin and his gracious gift of eternal life. 14 through 16, David says, deliver me. In other words, re rescue me. De deliver me from guilt of bloodshed. He was guilty. You hanging out with somebody else's wife. Now you're trying to get her husband killed. Because you found out that she's going to be with your child and hers. Mm-hmm. Come on, somebody. You no, know, David had this in his mind and he's going through. He tried, tried to hide it until, until the prophet showed up. And the prophet told him, is you, it ain't somebody else, is you. And I can imagine that the spirit of God would moved on him to get before the Lord. He says in 15, before that he says in my tongue, Lord, if you forgive me and deliver me. My tongue shall sing aloud your righteousness. In other words, I praise you in the morning. I praise you in the evening. I'll praise you at supper time. I praise you when my friends come around. I'll praise you 
when nobody wants to talk about Jesus. I'll praise you if I'm laying down to sleep. I'll praise you when I wake up in the morning. I'll praise you when I feed myself. I'll praise you because you're awesome, God. No one can do me like the Lord. For you do not, in verse 16, for you do not desire sacrifice. Too often today, many people, many churches, they they put stuff together as if they're making sacrifices. God is not interested in that. Well, what is he interested in? He's interested in a broken and contrite spirit. We are not broken because of our sin. We still want to carry that heavy load and still stand up before God as like we clean. We need to get rid of it by getting in prayer and go talk to the Lord. Don't be a pretender. Don't be a pretender. You get straight with the Lord. You don't have to have nobody talking to you. Some people will go to another minister or somebody and confess all they say. Next thing you know, it's all over Facebook and all them other media situations. No, you tell God he won't put it nowhere. I know I'm right about it. You see, the word desire in verse 16 means to find pleasure in. God's pleasure is not in the sacrificial animals back in the, in the days of when the Jews sacrificed animals to God. But, in the, but he, he, he found pleasure in a person who's come to him seeking forgiveness and to be restored. He found, God found pleasure in that. Think about this. We may give up the, we may give the invitation. Scripture says, the whole host of heaven rejoices over one sinner that gets saved. I'm talking about all of heaven rejoices over one sinner. My friend, I'm not trying to embarrass you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about your spiritual condition. And when I was not saved, I was a sinner. I'm still a sinner, but I'm saved. We're all sinners, but we're those of us that are saved. It don't mean we are perfect. We mean we are saved. And it means we need to keep coming to God, getting forgiveness of things that, that don't please him. Are y'all with me so far? God's pleasure is in not, not in, in having any pleasure in sacrificial animals, but in a person who's been restored. Moreover, God's pleasure is in the person who comes obediently to him. You say it really comes down to a point of humility. Because in our sinful prideness before Jesus and afterwards, we don't want to come before God. Where else are you going to go? So when I come before God, I fall down and praise him, worship him, ask him for forgiveness of my sin. And you know he already promised he's going to take care of it. So I get up and thank him and give him the praise. He does not desire sacrifice. He he delights, does not delight in burnt offerings. The sacrifice David had to bring was a broken and contrite heart, a broken and crushed heart. What that means is that because of his sin, 
it was such a burden that it really felt that he was crushed. And he had to get some relief. And you can't spare relief with Tylenol. It's J-E-S-U-S. That's the only way you're going to get that. And you come and just and lay it all up before God. God already know it. Why y'all trying to print it up? Well, you know, Lord, I, I, you know, I said so much. Tell God what happened. Lord, I said I blew it. Curse the person out. Y'all not with me today. Maybe next Sunday. Amen. You see, in order to find spiritual renewal and cleansing, you must turn your ears and your heart to 1 John 1, 9. This is what the Apostle John says. If we confess our sins, he, God, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's his word on it. According to the Apostle John, only the shed blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from our sin, as he did David. As I come to a close, I remind you who are Christians to do what King David did. First, be recognize your spiritual bankruptcy. Yes, those of us who are saved, there, there's some areas of spiritual bankruptcy in our life. You don't love like you ought to love. You only love certain people because they love you back. The Bible says love those that don't love you. Now, that's tough, ain't it? I sure enough need Jesus. I need his spirit to help me with that one. Because, Lord, I just want to put one across their lip. And I don't need no kiss either. So God's got to forgive me for that before I get any further. Secondly, in order to refocus and renew David repented of his sin. You, me, us, we've got to repent of whatever the sin is. Listen, sometimes we think of some real big thing and some huge thing that we need to get forgiven of. Yeah, that, that's true. I mean, like, like you killed somebody or you ran over somebody. Yeah, okay. But what about when you talk bad about somebody? And you didn't even tell them you just talking bad about them. Oh, how about some gossip? Oh, that's juice, ain't it? Child, have you heard? Mm-mm-mm. She ought not to even come up in church looking like that. Well, if that was your situation, why don't you go and buy some stuff for her? Some people say, well, God, that girl shouldn't have wore that short dress. But suppose you don't know that that's all she had. Be kind. Put your arm around the girl. Don't worry about it. We going over to Wally World. Amen. They got it on sale today, girl. We got some nice dresses that are scarf. Child, look at that. Look, we're going to get some shoes from Jean-Claude Pinet. And we're going to be ready to go to the party. So the next time she come in church, everybody be, girl, how, how, you, how you look so good? <laughs> you see, with us today are some who may not know the Lord. And I feel, I believe, because I've observed quite a few things in our culture where people won't come to church because they think they've got to have on, you know, the best of the best. Well, that's fine if you have it. 
But I want you to know, in this church, you can come just like you are. As long as you're not naked, we good. Amen. Us brothers, we might wear a suit or something like that. Don't, don't, don't be put off by that. It's just my tradition. That's what I do. I want you to notice that some of our camera guys, brother got on my jersey over here with that cowboy jersey. Praise Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Working the cameras. Tennis shoes, flip-flops. You see, our clothes are not going to heaven. We're going to heaven. So don't be critical of people. Some of us today, you might not know the Lord. You may have been put off because of Christians. Or folks said they were. But I want you to know today that if you come, the Lord Jesus Christ will renew you, refocus you in him. You may come and repent of your sins and ask God to create in you a new heart so that you may be restored to him. So I urge you to come and put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. You might ask, well, how, preacher, how, how can I do that? Let me tell you what the Apostle Paul says from Romans 10, 9, 10, and 13. The scripture says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. But with the heart, one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And verse 13 is my favorite one. Whoever, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whoever. So, friends, come. Come and refocus. Come and be renewed in 2022. Why don't you come in Jesus' name? Thank you so much for your attendance and your support of the podcast. We do hope to see you again or hear you again or even talk to me again. And we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you.